Hello and welcome to the QCS General Practice Podcast, empowering GP practices with the latest expert insights. I'm Tracy Green, Head of Primary Care, and today I'll be talking with my colleague Alison Lowerson. Alison is the GP Policy Lead at QCS, and we'll be talking about how to effectively manage complaints. Alison will briefly explain what practices should be doing to manage complaints. She'll give an update on the new complaint standard framework and sharing some fabulous top tips. So hi, Alison. Hi, Tracy. Thank you so much for joining me today. Can you start by giving us a brief overview of the complaints procedure, please? Yeah, uh, I would like to start by saying responding to complaints and investigations is part of what is required in primary care. But whilst it's important to act on any errors identified and learn from them, these investigations can be very stressful for those involved. So it's vital that staff are supported throughout the process. It can be difficult not to take a complaint personally, even though the investigation itself may seem impersonal. Now, we know it's extremely challenging at the moment during the pandemic, and some patients are finding things really difficult, and they are expressing their frustration and fears. But practice must have a complaint procedure which informs people how their views can be heard. It should include information on how the complaint process works, and also how positive or constructive feedback can be given. Complaints must be dealt with effectively um, and investigated properly. An appropriate response must be given to a complainant within the suitable time frame. And the complainant must, of course, be informed of the outcome, even if the complaint isn't upheld. But do remember, though, to contact um, your medical indemnity insurers for advice if you need to, especially for clinical complaints. That's a really good overview. Thank you for that. And that tip at the end about contacting your, your MDO, that's that's very useful, isn't it? Because they can give you help and templates yeah. and such like if you need as well. So great stuff. Great start. So what does good ha- complaints handling actually look like, Ali? So when dealing with complaints, practices should adopt the parliamentary and health service ombudsman principles of good complaints handling, which are getting it right being customer focused and being open and accountable. Remember your duty of candor. And practices should also act fairly and proportionate to put things right and always seek to provide continuous improvement. So can you tell us more? You mentioned the new complaint uh, standards framework. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, it's a new national set of complaint standards for the NHS, which is known as this Complaint uh, Standards Framework or CSF and it's been created and is currently out for public consultation and its aim is to have a positive impact on the NHS complaints process. A CSF is not a new idea though, it already exists in ombudsman jurisdictions in Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland and it also exists in higher education. The COVID pandemic has emphasised the need for a strong reflective and responsive complaint system in the NHS with clarity of approach, supported by good leadership, professional development and consistency, but with a culture that values listening and learning from feedback. There may be some reluctance by some practice to see the benefit of a CSF, so the Ombudsman's going to have to work hard at managing this. And one of the ways to do that, which they have already suggested, would be to work with a number of willing practices to see how it can be utilised effectively. Okay, so you mentioned about how difficult it is at the moment, and we all know how tough it is out there at the moment. There's the business as usual, there's the the flu season, there's the perception from patients, there's the COVID vaccinations, the flu vaccinations. So what about complaints during the pandemic? Has there been any changes around that? 
Yeah, it's been a really tough time, but practices were able to delay complaints handling um, earlier this year. And the Ombudsman also posed their work too on NHS complaints from up until the 1st of July in order to help the NHS focus on tackling the coronavirus pandemic. However, things have resumed and gone back to normal, shall we say, whatever normal is, um, despite the current challenges. And the Ombudsman have started to accept new NHS complaints and are progressing existing ones. But they do recognise that many resources are still stretched and they will keep this under review. Okay, thank you. So what would your top tips be um, to help um, many practice managers and GPs that will be listening to this for managing complaints? Firstly, look at your most recent complaint themes and trends. And whilst individual complaints will require an individual response, consider putting a a general summary together to highlight how you are addressing the main causes of complaints and consider publishing this on your website or on social media. Patients who feel informed and involved may be less likely to complain if they're given an opportunity to understand the issues that others are facing and they can see that you are doing everything you can to address them where possible. And secondly, review your wording. Although practices must have a complaints process, consider asking patients, how can we make things better? Many patients don't actually want to make a formal complaint and some are even concerned about the repercussions of doing so. Therefore, this may feel like a less confrontational way of them being able to voice their concerns and to feel heard. But consider using patient feedback service more frequently if you can. And last by no means least, support staff who deal with complaints, particularly those on the front line. And this includes the practice manager or business manager. It can be really overwhelming and emotionally demanding at times dealing with complaints. So ensure they have access to -to up-to-date complaints resources and offer them the opportunity to decompress when necessary. They're they're really useful top tips. Thank you so much for that. And I think it's really important that you say about helping people as well, including the practice manager, your business manager, your ops manager. And and there are some really useful, helpful kind of wellbeing tools that we've got on our QCS site and also the NHS England uh, site as well that they've shared. So that's fab. So I mentioned QCS. So how how can we help? What have we got available for, for people listening? Our complaint suggestions and compliments policy and procedure provides um, some really good information about the complaints process itself and we have a useful complaints register to make it easier to collate the data to submit to NHS Digital for the annual primary care complaints collection uh, with the next one due at the end of March. Thank you so much, that's really helpful. Thank you so much for joining me today Ali and and I really know this would have been useful for our listeners. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. To find out more about QCS, please visit qcs.co.uk forward slash GP podcast.